ticks, for as small as they are, strike a disproportionate amount of fear and disgust into our hearts and minds, no matter what good they might do. Perhaps it's their arachnid nature. Maybe it's the fact that they burrow their creepy little mouth parts into your body and feast on your blood. Oh yeah, and then there's Lyme disease and the ever-increasing red meat allergies. Whatever the reason, one thing's for certain. Nothing quite warps our conceptions of reality like fear. I'm Devin Boker, you are listening to The Wildlife, and today we explore the truth behind this myth and shed light on how ticks actually go about finding their host. Ticks are opportunistic creatures that thrive in grassy, wooded, or shrubby areas. They seek out hosts to feed on, but contrary to popular belief, they don't dive bomb from the treetops. Instead, ticks employ a fascinating behavior called questing to secure a blood meal. In a way, ticks are just like vampire hobbits, and your Mordor, I guess? Analogies aren't really my strong suit. When a tick is ready to feed, it climbs up the stem of plants and it extends its legs outward, waving them slowly like that one guy in the second row at church, or that lady named Cassie or something at a Journey concert. There, they wait patiently for a potential host to come into contact. This host can be a human, a pet, a wild animal passing by doesn't really matter to the tick, as long as it's a warm body. The tick relies on its sensory organs to detect vibrations, heat, and even the carbon dioxide emitted by the host. Rather than actively jumping or dropping, ticks remain perched on vegetation, usually no more than 24 inches off of the ground. And when the host brushes against the tick's outstretched legs, it latches on. What's important to understand is that ticks are not actively targeting you. They are not actively targeting anything, actually. Just a warm body full of blood. If anything, you're actually their worst nightmare, if they had such a thing. Perhaps that's something you have in common. An olive branch of mutual trepidation. For a tick, attaching to you means almost certain death. You may have entered their habitat, but you'll soon leave. This means that when they're done feeding, assuming they've lasted that long, They'll likely fall off onto your carpet or tile floor, neither of which are a suitable or moist enough setting for them to continue their life cycle, and they will die. Odds are you will find them before they become a miniature blood sausage, in which case they are also going to die. Either way, it sucks to suck on a human. Understanding how ticks quest for hosts can help us to take proactive measures to protect ourselves. If you're venturing into tick-prone areas, here are some precautions you can take. Number one, wear protective clothing. Covering exposed skin by wearing long sleeves, long pants, and closed-toe shoes can act as a physical barrier, making it harder for ticks to reach your skin. Use insect repellents. Apply EPA-approved insect repellents to exposed skin and clothing. Look for products containing DEET, Picardin, or Permethrin, which have been proven effective against ticks. Perform regular tick checks. After spending time in tick-infested areas, thoroughly inspect your body and clothing for ticks. Pay attention to areas like the scalp, behind the ears, underarms, the thickets of your leg hair, and unfortunately, yes, even the groin. Essentially, wherever you have a crevice, you best go spelunking. So despite whatever warning someone may have commented on a Facebook post in that outdoors group you joined and now regret doing so, ticks do not fall from trees. Instead, 
they quest, and they wait for some unsuspecting passerby to latch onto with their Velcro-like hands. By dispelling the myth of ticks falling from trees, we can better understand their behavior and take necessary precautions to protect ourselves when venturing into their home. Remember, wear appropriate clothing, use insect repellents, and perform regular tick checks. Tick-borne diseases are no joke, and time is of the essence when you are bitten by a tick. So stay informed, stay vigilant, and stay tick-free. Thank you for listening to this short from the wildlife. I'm Devin Boker, your host. If you'd like to support the blog and the creation of this podcast, you can do that for as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash thewildlife. If you have a question that you would like answered on the show, send that on over to hello at thewildlife.blog. Have your voice featured on the show by sending over a voice memo recorded right on your phone. And with that, peace out, Rainbow Trouts. Rainbow Trouts.